0: Hello, star gazers! <laughs> Welcome to the Two
1: Vegans One Moon podcast, and I'm glad you'll be joining me here today in this creative space where we can just explore what's happening in the stars, practice our skills in learning astrology, and just have fun because astrology should be fun, like a weather forecast, so I've heard. Um, <laughs> I'm Julie. And
0: I'll be guiding you through this fun exploration today. But happy Aquarius new moon. Today is the
1: day. We are starting into a new lunar cycle. And we couldn't be in a better sign right now to lean into innovation, to lean into the newness. But also, happy lunar new year to those who celebrate which is officially started tomorrow on February 1st. So there's a lot of this new energy and I don't know about you, but I love new energy. I love change. I love, you know, understanding new things and figuring it out. And for some people, they also really enjoy that, but for others, sometimes it can be really stressful and figuring out the details and the logistics. And I totally get that. So I'm excited to you know explore and unpack a little bit more of what could be happening out there and i'm going to be talking through some different things as far as like what's happening astrologically and whether you are in alignment with that or not just you know take it for what you will take with you what works and leave what doesn't and if you want to use it as a reflective space do that or a journal prompt do that or pull a card do that or ignore it do that too um make it your own adventure. And I think that is also a very Aquarian energy of choose you, you do you, and do it in an authentic, creative way. I also have a good friend whose birthday is today. Happy birthday to you. You know who you are, Aquarian as ever, teaching me all the great Aquarian lessons. Very grateful for you in my life. But this moon is going to be in your head a little bit more. We have some energy playing around with the moon. And um so it could be a little bit in your hub maybe some innovative thinking and trying to get to that point of how do we make that thinking come into reality. And a part of that can be painful. But I think the benefit of Aquarius is that energy of pro-future, which um Jessica Lignado had mentioned from Ghost of a Podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to any of her stuff, I highly recommend. She is fantastic and very well educated in her Um, craft, and I think pro-future is definitely a word. I would use it, (laughs) but what does this new moon even mean? New moons typically happen, not typically, they do, when the sun and moon are conjunct, so that means they're in the same exact spot. They're at the same degree, and boom, you get a new moon, but new moons typically signify a time to plant seeds, a time to start something new, it is when the soil is fertile. You get to lay the groundwork for what you want to see come true in the future. And sometimes that can be very liberating and exciting, but also can sometimes come along with some uncertainty and unsure of how to go about things. But um, if there's anything you're wanting to lean into to start, this energy could be really helpful at this time. It is also a dark time too um i think sometimes we think moon is always this really you know bright and energizing thing and of course at a full moon it's when you're reaping those benefits but even with the new moon in the darkness starting something new isn't always like fireworks and rainbows and sunshine sometimes starting something new is that subtle energy that is hard to understand and it's hard to navigate and can be frustrating and maybe you have expectations and you don't meet them or you have a goal and it's not feeling like you're getting somewhere, right? But I think this moon really comes in to remind us that we're still getting places and we're doing all of the right things as long as we keep going on that path. So figuring out what that path is going to be for you, this new lunar cycle will roll through. um, And then in two weeks, we're going to be hitting a full moon. So this sun and moon is um, conjunct, right? So it's in the same place. This new moon is at Aquarius in 12 degrees. So think about where that is in your chart. Where is 12 degrees Aquarius? And that might be where you're going to be feeling this moon a little bit more. For me, I uh, my Aquarius is mainly ruling my second house, which is the uh, values and possessions, material things, money. Um, and my it's actually really close to where my uranus is and my uranus is in aquarius so it's very much in alignment there um not very out of place but i'll dive more into how this moon is really impacting me in a moment but the things that are really standing out in this chart is that the sun is conjunct saturn as well so conjunct means the same and it typically means an alignment but sometimes when you're having planets that are pretty opposite come together in the same spot, can sometimes get some friction, can be a little frustrating, might seem like opposites more so, uh, trying to get along. And so if the sun and moon are conjunct, and the sun is conjunct Saturn, then that also means the moon is conjunct Saturn too. So that just means this moon energy, it might be more in your head you maybe you're experiencing this moon more internally and huh, i don't know about you but sometimes being in my head can be a lot it is my comfort zone i have a moon in pisces i love just like getting lost in in my brain but um it can be really heavy with this other conjunction so the sun being in aquarius you know it's very innovative and it likes to break gold structures and systems and can be very it's very community centered but saturn it's all about limitations Saturn, well it likes its structures and it likes its systems and it always is going to come in and say hey great i love that you're having these all ideas aquarius but like how are you going to make them come true <laughs> how are you going to make them a reality and that can be contradicting and sometimes could feel kind of heavy and intense and if you're also experiencing that experiencing that internally like that can be frustrating so that real question that we hone in on is like, how do we move forward with innovation, but also create the structures that we need to get there? And uh, how about your internal world play a part of that? Right? How do we combine freedom with order? And I think that has been a huge lesson of the past two years, a huge question that we're trying to understand, right? We've There's been a lot of shaking up, but a lot of breaking down of old structures. And now we're at a point to where it's like, okay, we recognize the problem. Well, at least we're trying to, right? And we're trying to understand how do we move forward in this? How do we get there? How do we see this world come to reality? That's not only good for me, but good for our community. What is going to work for our greater society? What is going to be equitable? And it's now Saturn brings that energy of like, okay, well, what's, what are the, what are the details? What are you going to actually do? Um, And I don't know about you, but I'm still trying to figure that out. And maybe it is that we still bring in that, let's shake it up and continue breaking down old things and completely create something new. Or do we work with what we have, evolve it, restructure it, break things down, grow through that pain? And then pop out with something on the other side that's going to work. And I hope someone's getting paid big dollars to figure that one out because I, I don't know yet and would love to hear your thoughts. But for me, this moon, as I mentioned, is in my second house of kind of like finances and possessions and very much that almost Taurus energy. Second house is naturally ruled by Taurus, but in my chart, it is, mine is ruled by Aquarius. And um, it's funny because I literally had this conversation this morning with a friend about money and worth and the value of my time and my career and how do I make more money and invest my time to have a greater output. And there was a part of me that wanted to throw away that whole system that I've had. And, you know, if it's I like leave my job and I start this whole new thing and go on this venture and break free of it. But then <laughs> started to feel stuck on how to make that a reality. And that's Saturn coming on in and being like, well, girl, where is your plan? And I'm trying to understand which path of structure do I choose that's going to benefit myself financially and create the stability that I want to have in the you know future
0: I want to see. But also, Aquarius brings in? And how does that also benefit others? And so for a while, I really considered
1: like maybe real estate. Like I could, my big goal is to be able to pay off my student debt. And I knew I could, you know, make money in that field and I can grind. But how does that also contribute to economic inequality? I would, Am I just going to be continuing to further this system of inequity? And create larger gaps between people who have the finances and who don't and have overlapped with race and the history and native communities and it's like uh, it just still doesn't fit right it doesn't it doesn't fit right and I keep coming back to this barrier of like how do I make money and also still be a good person but also how do I understand my own mindset about, around money and abundance so that is kind of where I've been sitting with this moon curious of where does that land with you what houses um or what house is Aquarius in in your chart what planets do you have near that and um what does that look like me having Uranus right there um Uranus leans into a lot of like sudden shifts and so I tend to have a lot of these sporadic thoughts of I'm going to do this career venture and I'm going to do that one to make money and I'm going to do this to make money and I'm going to do this to be stable and it kind of fades pretty pretty quickly but (laughs) anyway reeling us back in think about that vision of where we want to go and also let saturn come in and remind us as frustrating as it can be sometimes of what do we need
0: to do to get there is it new routines is it new habits is it new mindset is it new structures and what on the outside and on the inside need to align before you manifest that future that you see for others and for yourself. This also has me thinking a lot about the book Atomic Habits*
1: by James Clear. And I've had two friends bring it up. They've read it. They loved it. I heard also James on Brene Brown's podcast, and I was obsessed with the ideology behind it, but essentially was like, Instead of creating this massive goal and feeling like you're making moves but never actually reaching this big goal,
0: identify the identity that you want to embody and then ask yourself, well, what would that person do? And then every
1: day you do those small things that you think that person and that identity would do. And even if it's five minutes, or it's one small action or you know maybe it's one thought that eventually that adds up and you eventually work on the art of showing
0: up versus the art of accomplishing this big goal and it becomes a part of who you are and isn't that really what
1: you know we're trying to go after and reaching these goals sometimes and so his point is like how do we make those things sustainable? And long-term versus just, I need a goal and now I'm done. So have me thinking of like, what are small things we do every day? Whether it's we reach reaching out, maybe it's a conversation with someone, maybe
0: it's reading a different article,
1: maybe it's following a different account on social media, maybe it's learning something new, learning a new perspective and trying that out
0: to eventually get to this part point that we want to be in this innovative future that we see for us and for others. So if you haven't read the book,
1: highly recommend. (laughs) Um, I actually have not finished it, but the lessons I've learned so far have been really impactful. So if you're at all interested, check it out. But that is our main sun moon conjunct with Saturn energy right now, happening on this new moon some other things that are going on. We also have Mercury, Venus, and Mars. They're all in Capricorn. Whoa, that's a lot of structure if you're not used to that. If you have a lot of Earth energy in any of those three signs, whether it's Taurus or Virgo, might not feel all out of sorts, great. Um, And (laughs) I, um, Mercury is still in retrograde. We're gonna be popping out of that shortly in a couple of days, but um, I always think of how interesting that is, like, just so much Capricorn energy, because, you know, I don't think it's ironic that we start the new, quote-unquote, Western calendar. It starts in Capricorn season, right? So why is it that, you know, we think that everyone has these New Year's resolutions, and we're all in this new pattern, and structure, and routine, and then by a month or so in, we shift to Aquarius season, and what where did they all go maybe they you moved on maybe you had a different idea maybe you realized it wasn't for you and that's that energy of capricorn bringing in that structure so if you're needing um, some structure in the ways you communicate and the ways that um, you partner or love or the ways that you're motivated and take action um, now is the, some pretty good energy so you can really lean in take advantage of it if you will if not don't but retrogrades also a part of this right mercury is in retrograde and it is going direct on february 3rd in just a couple of days and i could not be more excited i could not be more excited
0: (laughs) at all um we'll
1: have a shadow for a little bit so you may feel like they're running off of it but hopefully it won't be that hard anymore and for me this retrograde has really been Hurting. (laughs) I normally don't always like fully notice Mercury in retrograde. Sometimes it's a little differently, but this one was so intense for me. And I think my Mercury is in Libra and very much an air energy. I like to let my thoughts flow through and they could change then in a couple of minutes. Um, And it's gone and lose my train of thought all the time. But this Capricorn coming in, giving all the structure and straightforwardness, oh my gosh, I feel like I've been trying to learn a new language every time I'm talking. and <laughs> It's becoming exhausting. I'm trying to get my thoughts out and I'm trying to align them perfectly with my words and I'm like, oh, I don't even know how to funnel that in. Um, and so I just feel that a lot of my work, which involves a lot of conversations with new people and conveying messages and Whew, I'm, I'm excited for going direct <laughs> in Mercury. Um, let me know if you're feeling the same way, but this is officially direct y'all. January 29th, a couple of days ago,
0: um, Venus has gone direct. She'd been in Mercury for a little bit and praise be. I Venus in retrograde, which started in November was going to be a lot more painful than it actually was.
1: I, I felt like I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the lesson. It was a hard lesson. I admit it was, it hurt. Um, And just to, as a refresher, this Venus in um, retrograde was also in Capricorn and it was all about, well, what is it that you really value? Just like in a very straightforward, hard way and um, leaving the things that aren't in alignment with those values and moving into things I really do. And it was painful, but necessary. And I think there's always lessons we learn. And I learned a lot personally and um, just going inwards and deeper and really making sure that coming out of this, that I was going to truly do the things that I value, whether it's in partnerships, relationships, jobs, communicating how I spend my
0: time like whew, I don't wanna do anything that I'm not fully in alignment with, that I don't truly value. And I
1: hope that you had a positive experience through Venus and Retrograde
0: as well. Beautiful lessons that he had um, and we're gonna keep on learning. It's never gonna go away. <laughs> but to round us out for the night, I'm going to hone us back in
1: on the story of Aquarius. Aquarius is this very beautiful energy. It has been an energy I've learned into a lot, like I mentioned. And if you want to relate Aquarius to the Hermetic Theory, which pulls in how the stars reflect on the body, and there's all a different body part for each um,
0: sign, and Aquarius rules the energy of the shins, the calves, the ankles. So if you wanna be in your energy tonight, roll out your ankles, roll out your shins.
1: Maybe you have one of those foam rollers. Maybe you just want
0: to stretch them out, open up that energy, let them flow. Maybe you do yoga, whatever. But Aquarius itself is also ruled by two planets. It is such an interesting
1: dichotomy and almost in opposition, it's naturally ruled by Saturn and Uranus, which couldn't be more opposite. <laughs> Saturn gives that energy of concentration, whereas Uranus brings in that energy that is eccentric and individual, and does not want to have that norm and structure, and so can be rather conflicting, but tends to balance itself out but i think the interesting thing too is learning about the story within greek mythology of how aquarius came to be and so aquarius is known as the water bearer and its symbol is actually a human and it's pouring into a stream of it's pouring water into a stream that's then spreading out across all these places right and that's a huge symbol of the connection to the community that aquarius brings in. And so if we lean into that story in Greek mythology, it goes back to this idea that there was a golden age in the beginning and there was harmony and beauty and everything was taken care of. And then Pandora opened their box and everything got crazy. And Jupiter was up in the sky and he looked down,
0: saw how terrible it was and decided to wipe it all away with water actually. Humans and all, everything. But two people were safe and they were considered pious and good and whatnot.
1: But they took their refuge on Mount Mar- Parnassus. And at one point Jupiter looked down on them and you know, he he remembered how great they were. He remembered the good things that humans had about them and the good potential they could have. And he said, Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this again. I'm gonna Take back all of that water, cleared out the land, made it able for other people to live. And essentially, those two people, This is what's interesting, is that they were commanded to cast the bones of their mother behind them. And they took that word bones and thought that meant stones. So that's what they did. And those stones, they started walking and threw these stones over their shoulder. And those stones then turned to humans, and they kept walking and If you just picture that in your mind, right, that is the energy of Aquarius, right It is forward seeking they're walking forward, they're leaving behind the old, and they're
0: moving forward toward the better. But they're doing that for other people so that is. Just one of many stories, right? It's a compilation of stories when it comes to astrology,
1: um, and everyone interprets that differently and across cultures. But thought that was an interesting one to share. Um, I thought it summed up Aquarius in in a way that I hadn't thought about before. That was really fun for me. But happy Aquarius New Moon, everyone! Happy Lunar New Year to those who are celebrating tomorrow. I hope that you find some balance between the innovation and the structure today. And also give yourself grace. Give yourself that time to enjoy in life and just be and have fun. Speaking of fun, I'm gonna head out now and I'm actually gonna try and find Uranus. <laughs> For real. I'm about to get in my car, pick up my friend, get food, and then we're gonna find a dark road and we're going to use a telescope to find Uranus. So I will let you know if we come across anything and we will post it on Instagram if we do.
0: But happy new moon. We will chat soon. Talk to you later.